Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Being in two, one, Another episode of Picking Up the Blitz. I am one of your hosts, E-Fane. KB will be your other host whenever he decides he wants to come on the air here. And as always, we do have Mr. Wonderful himself, Mad Money Mike, producing. Mad Money, you with me on this one? Yeah, I'm here. I'm yes, right here. All right, all yeah. right, all right. So KB's he's out there somewhere, and he'll uh, chime in whenever he feels ready to go, man. It was a week off uh, last week. We had to go do some uh, Valentine's Day celebrations. Eh, whatever. I'm... Uh, I'm pretty glad that's out of the way. But we're back. We're ready to go. A uh, lot, a lot, a lot of things have happened here. Free agency news. Not a lot. Actually, nothing. Uh, the mock draft came out. There's really nothing to talk about. But, uh, hey, you know what? I can play along. KB, you want to give us the rundown of the show here, or you want me to just go ahead and carry this thing as usual? I'll tell you what. You know, you do carry this show as usual on the regular so, uh, Ethan, no, absolutely not. You're not going to get that opportunity to because we have stuff that our listeners actually care about besides your erotic rants every once in a while, even though I, I, I love them and our listeners do so much. And I am ready to set you – dude, I am ready to set the Ethan train right off the tracks from the beginning. From the beginning, from the beginning. But I want to let our callers know that you can get involved in the show at 267-521-0153. The basis of this show here is we want to we want to hear your hopes and dreams, your off-season drafts, and free agent acquisitions for your team, what you're looking for in the off-season. But before we get to you callers, we got a couple things we got to take care of. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to go with? Well, Eddie, what do we like most? What do we like most besides women? Uh, you got me stumped, man. What do you got? Money. Where are you going with this one? Let's get to these locked and loaded NBA <laughs> picks of the week. Lock them uh, well up. Load them up. Come on, Mad Money. Hit him up. Money, We're about man. to. We got to get these train the fade train rolling, baby. Let's go. Well, Kick that music up a little bit. These picks are a little more intense. With Mad Money, we put a little more thought into them than the volume you did. Come on, Mad Money. Hook it up. Come on, producer. Mad, Mad Money, Money, turn Mike. it up for the fade train, baby. Turn it up for the fade train, baby. All right, now kick it back a little bit. Kick it back a little bit so we can hear what E-Fane's saying. <laughs> Let's drop these picks. Let's drop these picks. Mad Money, why does it sound like your first day? You've been doing this forever, though. Let's go. Eddie Fane, rock this out. <laughs> Listen, man. Coming back off the All-Star break here. we got to get this show on track. We're starting off with tomorrow night's games. we got four of them with the spreads that have already come in. First and foremost, we got Washington at Cleveland, the new revamped Cleveland Cavaliers. 
minus six and a half. Obviously, Kevin Love's out. John Wall, obviously, also out. Who do you got with Cleveland? Minus six and a half. That's where I'm going. Your two turns. Oh, man, I'm taking Washington for sure over that. Plus six and a okay. half for Bad Washington. Money? And I got plenty of explanations behind that before you go to Mad Money. They, Cleveland's just coming off the all-star break, looking a little too hot off that Saturday win with uh, Paul Pierce's uh, debut, preview, whatever you want to call it. They're the happening in Boston. I think uh, Cleveland gets caught in the mousetrap here in this one. Mad Money, what are your thoughts, bro? Uh, I'm going to stick with Washington on this one, too. You're both dead wrong. It's going to be Cleveland. Uh, easily, this is a new revamped team. It's clear to see. Uh, but moving right along, the Philadelphia 76ers, minus six at Chicago. I'm pretty sure we're all going to agree with this one. I'm going with Philadelphia. Chicago's uh, a team that's just going to phone in the rest of the season, in my opinion. Your two thoughts. A-B first. It's a tough bet. It's a tough bet. I don't... I don't like I don't like no, taking I, either side. I don't like taking either side, but if I had to, I'd take Chicago and the points. But I would avoid the bet. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up I'm gonna hit up with Chicago too. Yeah, you're gonna go with Chicago. Okay, moving right along. OKC minus eight at Sacramento. I'm rolling OKC for the obvious reasons. Thoughts? Yeah. What's the spread? Minus eight. OKC minus eight. OKC minus eight, hosting Sacramento. At Sacramento. At Sacramento. I still kind of like OKC, Russell Westbrook's a freaking baller, like him or not, team player or not. It's hard to bet against that fool. Has anyone watched the Sacramento game all year? Get the hell out of here. It's OKC. It's obvious. Mad Money, you're going to roll with Sacramento, the Kings, Mad Money? Is that what you're going to do here? Go ahead. That, that's not what's going to happen here. This is going to go OKC. <laughs> well done, buddy. All right, in the so, fourth game of the night. Late so game, that's a, uh, that's a three-way OKC. Three-way OKC. We jot it down. Last game of the night, L.A. Clippers at Golden State. Golden State minus 10.5. Golden State for the obvious reasons. Agree? Disagree? I agree. Thoughts? I agree. Concerns. Wait, say it one more time. All right, I want to hear it and think about it. Out for you. I'm going to spell this out for you as slowly as I can. I'm about as concerned for you as I would be for the L.A. Clippers, bro. L.A. Clippers are playing at Golden State. That's the Warriors. They got Steph Curry on their team. They got a guy named Kevin Durant on their team. This dude, Draymond Green, he's not very good, but people seem to think he is on their team. And then there's this other, like, uh, pasty-looking dude that runs around. He's got, like, this kind of, like, Jufro going on. And his name is something Clay, something Tom. I don't know exactly how it goes because nobody's heard from him in a while in my record book. Golden State minus 10 and a half. Who do you got? Let's move along from the segment. It was dead from the start. No, no, no. It's not dead from the start because people want to yeah, make I mean, money. And I'm it. taking... And and this is the this is the pick of the night right here. I'm taking Lulu to cover on Golden State. So you're just taking Lou Williams versus Golden State. Yeah, he can fire up some points. He's got enough firepower to cover that spread. Hey man, if you say so, Beck, I'll roll with your word, dude. Uh, when you're wrong, you're gonna be wrong. Just don't come crying to me and my money about it. All right? No, 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 no. You already just said you were gonna side with my pick. Not go no. with your own decision. Absolutely not. Golden State all day. And then also, I think the over-under on that one is 232 and a half. I'd also, I'd also go over on that. I think Golden State's going to come out firing coming off the All-Star break. All right. Well, our phone line is 267-521-0153. To get in on the conversation, just call the line to blitz the show. This is Kyle Beck. Eddie Fane, Mad Money, Mike, doing what we do now here listen. on the Picking Up the Blitz blog, broadcast. Listen, 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 listen. KP, while we're on the subject of the NBA, before you get into all the stuff that I know you want to get into and start discussing and everything like that, man. Now, yeah, it's killing me. It's killing me, man. Listen, listen, listen. Just give me one more second here on this. We, we can talk about the All-Star game. Nobody watched it. Mad Money, did you watch the All-Star game? No. 
No, no one watched it. And it, yeah, apparently, fine. It was a good game, everything like that. I know you didn't watch it. I watched it for about six seconds. It is what it is. The thing that I'm really concerned about, I really want to hear what your opinion is in particular, is this revamped Cleveland Cavaliers team. Because we didn't really get, we didn't have a show last week, and I can't remember two weeks of my own life as to what the hell we were talking, as opposed to what the hell we were talking about on a show two weeks ago. The thoughts of this new Cleveland team coming together, and this is something we didn't discuss in the pre-show either, and I really so I'm hearing this first time on the air. I want to know if you think that this really makes the difference with all these new guys, that this could be something that's going to push Cleveland, because obviously it's woken up LeBron. They won, I believe, four in a row going into the All-Star break. I'm not positive on that if somebody wants to stat check it. But I'm just thinking in my mind that this was just all this was Maybe it's not an improvement of players. It's guys that can do something off the dribble by themselves, but it's just made LeBron happy. And when he's happy, he plays harder. And it's, it's so clear to see. And um, I know your Boston Celtics were the, kind of starting to lean as the perennial favorites to win the East, kind of as we were watching the spiral start to happen for Cleveland. But now with LeBron coming back fresh off the All-Star break, I think we're about to see a lot of Cleveland Cavaliers domination with a lot of youth surrounding him and I want to know as a Boston Celtics fan Uh the radio host if you if you're a little bit nervous right now watching the Kings coming to take your crown yeah yeah, everybody's taking notice of uh what's happened there but what you have to look at it is this is exactly like when you leave the lights on in your car and you know you know, you still got a good car, but the lights are on, but then you drain your car battery. Next day, you come out, and the car is fine because it wasn't really about the battery. It was about it was about uh, what's behind the vehicle that, that's running it. He, he is he, – he, he's, he's got a brand new uh, – I mean, I wish we had a uh, who was it a uh, battery mart for for a sponsor here, but he he's got it, there wasn't too many problems with the car, but he got a new battery there, and now he believes in his car a lot more than he should, because his car's got other problems that are gonna break down soon. What kind of a car so is it? Don't don't. <laughs> Don't believe too much into LeBron's rejuvenation with this young team because they still have the same problems. They've just fixed one little part that didn't matter all that much to the entirety of the vehicle. Well, a battery is pretty important. Yeah, to get yeah. it started, and that's what happened. LeBron James got it got the got it started and he rubbed up the engine a little bit and he beat the Celtics but how long how long is this going to last and how Ooh. he he couldn't he couldn't get he couldn't get along with Kyrie he couldn't get along with Isaiah George Hill are you telling me that he's this much of a class act that he's going to oh, get down a, on one liar. on one Maybe two knees to LeBron and uh, SSD the way to the NBA Finals. I mean, I, I doubt that. And even if he gets him there, then He's then they tire. still have another battle. He's a good year tire. If they're all good year tires, it's going to be a great year, and they can roll their way to the freaking finals. I mean, no problem. They're going to run through Boston, bro. You understand that, right? The second LeBron decides. That the battery's good in the car, which I have no idea how you just turned that. I thought that was going to be the biggest joke disaster of an analogy that I had ever heard in my life. And somehow you pulled that out because I thought you were, I'm pretty sure you made that up on the spot. I don't know if you were trying to save that for somewhere in the show, but we were not planning on talking about this. So well done on your part. But yeah, but you're not backing your argument. LeBron is a sturdy ass freaking truck, dude. And he's going to roll right hey, now. Eddie, Eddie, we got a caller like that's a G, got like an a opinion on it. Boston's like a remod, like like exhibit, like, like exhibit him Boston Honda Civic. Like like Kyrie Irving's like the fish tank in the Honda Civic, dude. It's not. It's nice to look at right now, but it's not going to get you where you need to go in the future. Oh man, money! You saw what I did there. That was awesome. 
Eddie, we got a call on the line. Let's go to the caller. He's a wor- he's the first and worst on um, bringing the blitz. Caller, where are you bringing the blitz from, and what's this blitz all about? I'm bringing the blitz from Columbus, Mississippi. Brandon. Brandon from Columbus, tonight? got him. All right. I love this yeah. analogy. I love this analogy. Car, battery, good. vehicle, overall health. Uh, what? What? How does that work as far as Marcus Smart and the Celtics are concerned? Is he the battery, or is he supercharger? Or is it going to be different from the Celt- for the Celtics when Smart comes back? They start with him back on Friday. They haven't played for ten days. Yeah, he's a, he. Yeah, the difference in that is Marcus Smart. If you're we're, if we're going to go car talk, I mean, we might as well call call up Click and Clack the uh, Tip and Tap <laughs> I thought we Brothers. Had. I mean, even even Lil Wayne's referenced them in uh in a, in one of his rap songs, clicking my brother's clicking clack. Anyway, uh, oh, Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart is uh is more of, of the radiator. He's uh he he's out in the front and center, uh, busting his arse to to get it done for the team. But also, if he it's. There's a reason why in demolition derbies that cars don't start driving forward at each other. Every single car in the demolition derby starts in reverse. I don't know how many listeners or uh, or members of our crew here on the show have been to uh, uh, county fairs and demolition derbies, but there's a reason why you don't drive head first immediately at the other vehicles because because you'll knock your radiator right out. And that's your most important part. And you got to have a good radiator that works and, and it's tough because he keeps the rest of the team cool. You know, he just keep the engine cool. He gets, he keeps the people in the car cool. So we need some more, uh, we need some more car sponsors here on picking up the blitz. Cause every analogy is going that way. Listen, okay, Columbus, while we got you on the line and everything, this question could go to both of you, actually. Why do you guys value these – I feel like you guys, you look at Marcus Smart and you value him because of uh, whether it's his effort or his toughness as opposed to his skill, the same way that KB always values Draymond Green, way overrated than he really is. When we have all realized that this league has transitioned completely to a three-point – skilled position league that you don't need the muscle guy in there as the regulator anymore. And if you're telling me that Marcus smart is the radiator that's keeping everybody cool or whatever the hell you were just talking about in a demolition derby. He is like the, one Eddie. of the last pieces that I'd be concerned with. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie, let you, me you, let, let Eddie, me you let, mentioned uh, earlier, you, you, let me Eddie, let, you let uh, earlier about the from, the, from the blitz brigade, uh, take this, take this one over. He, he's going to be able to answer this one. Uh, best from the Blitz Brigade because he's heard the best and the worst from both of us on this subject time and time again. You have not been sold on Marcus Smart. So now is the time. So let Are him you... go. Let's go. If you just if you look at the uh, this downward spiral that the Celtics have been on uh, without having uh, confronted uh, Cleveland uh more than more than one game, it is exactly aligned with uh, Smart's uh, blow up and his injury uh, and his absence uh, from the team. I don't think it's a coincidence at all. Uh, I don't know whether the typical NBA team needs a muscle man enforcer like that who who can play in the clutch, uh, but Boston apparently certainly does. Well, not only do, do they go ahead. go ahead, Eddie. No, I'm I, I cut you off. I apologize. The only thing that I'm just saying with this guy is I've watched him play and I've seen him play really good games and I've seen him play really really poorly. And I think that what this is just my opinion again. KP, you can take this one right after me, man. Uh, the only thing I'm thinking with the Boston Celtics is that really we're seeing a lack. I think that you guys, everybody was a little bit more hyped on Jalen Brown. Um, I think Al Horford is. Uh, really not – he's a nice player. He's not the guy to build – because, again, you can't really build around a center anymore in this league. And I just think that the roster that started off so hot with so much confidence with the the beginning of a new a new era for Kyrie Irving has just hit a, a lull. 
and it's just a mid-season lull, and they'll still figure it out because they have enough talent. It's just in the end, it is what we think. Look at it on, on paper. You look at the roster, and that's what it's really going to be in the end. So they'll come back, and they'll, they'll have another winning streak, and they'll have another losing streak, and they'll make it to the playoffs and everything. But in the end, Marcus Smart isn't going to be the guy to carry you past Cleveland or for Toronto, even Toronto for that matter. You know, Toronto's sneaking back up. I think they're taking the first place in the East again. So well, that's, look at, that's where you've got to think about guys like – that's where you've got to think about guys like Kyle Lowry – and uh, different players on Cleveland, and understand that while Boston has hit this lull in the midseason, it's it's been while Marcus Smart's been hurt on this hand injury. The main question is, can you trust Marcus Smart going forward? It's not. You're wrong, Eddie. Straight up, it's not about uh, it's not about how qualified Marcus Smart is. It's can you trust him going forward decision making? Because you have to have him. He can match up with uh, Kyle Lowry. He can handle a lot of dudes. He, Yeah, he has a reputation as a flopper because he is a flopper. But he understands the rules and the regulations, and he knows how to get it done. And most of anything that Marcus Smart is underrated on is he understands the momentum of the game. He's really good at it, man, and it takes it takes a, a high talented scout to see his potential. Contract yeah, I think that, I think that's exactly right. Of their head. Does anybody know his contract situations off the top of their head? He he's paid he's paid about uh uh lower than mediocrity, man. I mean, he does not demand much money, and right. he wants you know, to be I'm in saying, Boston. Though, is, I I have a feeling his rookie contract's going to expire at the end of this year. I believe so. So this I don't I don't know the answer that to that. That's one, a, that's an interesting that question. I, I don't know the answer. That maybe he's going to give you every single thing that he has because he wants to get paid. So if you're looking at it at least from that point, I could agree with you too no. a little bit. Maybe that sways the argument. What do you mean no? What do you mean no? Back, Marcus back. If you're Smart. Gonna, okay, all right. Eddie, if you're going to get paid Marcus Smart used to beat for kids the show, up you're going to get paid five dollars for the show. You're going to perform a little bit differently, bro. It's it's a fact. When you he, see the green, you're going to play harder. He used to beat kids up with rocks. He doesn't care about his contract. He cares about winning and looking good. He has one of the poorest uh, shooting percentages in the league, but some kind of way finds a way to hit clutch shots. He is an underrated individual in the NFL, not the NFL, in the NBA that that uh, that constantly needs to be underrated. So that he can increase his skill set. I mean, we got other stuff to get to. We got other stuff to get to. Yeah, Columbus we can't. We can't stick on Marcus Smart all night. But but uh, Brandon from Columbus, as always, or Columbus from Brandon, got him. I mean, you got us on this one. What else you got right. here before we, before we let you go here on picking of the blitz? That was a great blitz. I've got a, I've got a quick observation, and then I want to see how you all react to it uh, off the air. Uh, I think. Uh, if we can go to the NFL we, and if we can go to the upcoming uh, NFL uh, draft, and I'm looking, of course, uh, at uh, the Giants, uh, I think that the only pick that makes good sense for New York with the number two pick uh, is the running back from uh, Penn State University, uh, Barkley. Uh, the Giants already have a quarterback. There's a lot of questions about the quarterbacks in the draft. Uh, the Giants Average yards per rushing carry this year was 3.9. Their leading ground gainer, uh, Orleans Starkwell, had an average of 4.4, which is not bad at all, but only which is overstated by overstated by his couple of explosive runs. That that average does not make sense for him. I think that's right. I think that's I think that's right too. And I'll just I'll just put one one other uh, factual statistic uh, on on you. The Giants have not had a 1,000-yard rusher, and they're not all that they're not all that rare any longer. But the Giants have not had a 1,000-yard rusher since Ahmad Bradshaw. Uh, Eli Manning deserves a better offensive line for sure than the stumble bums that he's got up ahead of him now, and he for sure deserves a good running back. Uh, and I think that I think that Barkley is is the common sense is the common sense uh, pick. I, I hope they take I hope they take Barkley, and I'll be anxious to see what y'all think. 
Well, we're going to let you know what I think on the other side of the break because I have some strong opinions about everything. Uh, I'll let you know where I agree and where I don't agree on the other side of the break here on Picking Up the Blitz. That's a great question. Stay uh, stay on with us at Hold here, Brandon, or click the link to listen or find us on Facebook, iTunes, Twitter. You know the deal. Hold tight. I'm going to get you to answer that question. This is Picking Up the Blitz with Kyle Beck, Eddie Payne, Mad Money Mike. Holler out. We'll be right back. KB from Pick'em to the Blitz with KB and E-Fane. E-Fane and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your news feed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings too. And no need to drink and drive to get there, our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Raj from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi wild dogs got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold wild dog picks of the week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. Hey, everybody's looking to ride with the G or be the real G. I'm the real G right here, but I don't even know if you're allowed to ride with me. But I do know two, I do know two guys that are allowed to ride with me. That's my boy, Mad Money Mike, producer behind the glass, co-host, E-Sane of the show. Pick it up the blitz. We do a great job here. We got we to gotta wrap this Giants talk up very quickly because uh, not very many people care about the Giants right now. But anyway... I'm going to lay my thoughts out here and let Ethane squash the conversation on this. I think the Giants should draft Saquon Barkley. You got a good running back for the next nine years, and I think they should also reach in the draft for Lamar Jackson because he will have plenty of time to sit behind Eli Manning and also return punts and take Odell Beckham Jr. out of lethal situations that we would not like to put him in. I like that Lamar Jackson theory. Um, I like that actually a lot because he's going to – Return and uh, punts? I mean, yeah, I don't know if anyone's going to agree with that, but I could see that as you're saying it. I could see that playing out, yeah, because you need to get a playmaker the ball somehow, and obviously he's not going to be playing quarterback for the next two years. If he's sitting not, there – I mean, yeah. I don't know where he's projected to go right now, but if he's sitting there in the third round – they're going to let him drop that far, and I also don't know what your pick situation is, but, yeah, that's that's definitely a thought, man. And you don't want to risk – I mean, if you're going to keep OJ, OBJ around, uh, you, don't want to, you don't want to risk that. So, yeah, I like that theory a lot, man. And, yeah, if I were you, like uh, Columbus said as well, you need a running back, dude. You guys have had no one back there for years now, it seems like. Like, no one. And, that, and, and, Eddie, you got to understand that that's got to have a psych- psychological effect on the offensive line where – where nobody, nobody knows your name on the offensive line, 
And then when you're blocking for somebody that nobody knows their name either, I mean, it makes your crew feel like crap. There's no morale there. So I think there, there I think there's a part to putting Barkley back there that gets the offensive line fired up to get to push. And I think with Lamar Jackson, I think he's three three and a half to four years ready from being an NFL quarterback. He could do a lot of punt return and special teams, slot receiving in the time that he's learning from Eli Manning and Pat Shermer in the Giants offense. I think it's a, I think it's a great idea. But now that we've talked about that, we've got to get to your Dolphins because it is news now that the Miami Dolphins have franchise tagged Jarvis Landry, the leading pass catcher in the NFL. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, smart move. If somebody wants to come and take him off our hands uh, this year, I mean, they're going to give him $16 million. Um, you know, He's just such a weird player because he's he plays harder than hell. He's got that passion, you know, just like Marcus Smart. <laughs> but uh, well, what a lame joke! I'll even stop myself on that one. I that feel like that was sarcastic. Funny? Yeah, that was bad. Anyway, so but look, man, he's just he's an interesting player. But is he a max value player? I mean, yeah, he has a ton of receptions, but you look at the yards per, not good, not a deep threat whatsoever. Uh, then again, he also played with Jay Cutler. You know, it, there's so many different factors that go into the Dolphins. I just don't understand what they do when they give big contracts to Kenny Stills, but they don't give them to Jarvis Landry and things like that. And then there's a lot of other stuff that's going on with the Dolphins right now. But I, I hope he sticks around for another year, and I hope uh, Ryan Tannehill comes back and we get to see what, you know, what he's able to do with him. Just one, one more go around and then figure out what the situation is there from there. But uh, if you're going to want to see a guy keep on playing as hard as he can, under a franchise tag, it's Jarvis Landry, man, and there's no lack of passion there. So I'm pretty happy about the move. I think Dolphins fans will agree with me on that one. But, hey, if somebody wants to come and give up two first-round picks real quick for him, I don't hate that either. You know, we, we might have seen the best of him. We might not have. He plays real hard, but he also running those couple extra yards could risk injury uh, at any given time. So if you want to give us two first-rounders for him, he's all yours. That's the way I feel about it. I I thought you felt different about him in the past. I thought he was a key point to your team. Uh, he was, and, you know, it's just the Dolphins are so pathetic right now and just such a disappointment. Again, another season of it, dude. I'm pretty much right in my offseason. Um, football's done. I don't care a damn about anyone on the organization, anyone in South Beach, anyone down there doing whatever they want, whenever they want to. I, I'm pretty over Adam Gase. I'm pretty over I – mean, I'm just over it all, man. It was, it was a really disappointing season all around. Once again, so once again we were mediocre. Once again, you were right. No, I'll give you – you were right about Jay Cutler. Once again, we all just sat there and got our little hopes up after a couple little – Grub wins against Tennessee here, and then we had a big one against I can't even remember who the hell it was, and one of the best wins ever. And then yeah, Jay Cutler decided he's gonna take his ten million dollars. Yeah, I don't know, I'm hanging out, man. I'll do what I want to do, and I want to do it, man. You know, it, it's just it's the same shit. It's the same shit. It's the same shit. Okay. And I'm, I, if you really want me to be this passionate fan that really cares about what's going on with the team, then give me a freaking playoff win, dude. Like please, if I gotta see the Patriots, oh boy. You fired me up now, bro. Because if I got to see the Patriots in the Super Bowl one more time coming out of the AFC East, just shitting on the rest of the competition, excuse my language, I'm sorry about it. But enough. And now, yeah, Jarvis Landry's a nice piece. Yeah, he had 112 receptions last year. Yeah, he led the league. What did it get us? What did it get us? To the playoffs? No. Did they call it get us to the playoffs? No. Did Ryan Tannehill get us to the playoffs? Sort of. Matt Moore kind of finished the job. It's, it's, it's a pathetic shit show down here in and if this is the only story, no one seems to be making any moves. Once again, there's no real talk of what we're going to do in the draft. No one seems to ever pan out for us. So that's where I stand on the whole thing. Somebody wants to call in about it. Go ahead. It looks like we do have a caller. Um, let's go ahead and bring him on. Bring on the caller. Caller, where are you bringing the bullets from? Oh, hello. It's um, big fan uh, Brian from Northern Virginia. Um, thanks for I've been holding a long time. It's one of the better shows. I like the analogies. Well-informed. Um, I just kind of wanted to run it by you guys. Um, the, the the front office of the of the Boston Celtics to take it back to a previous conversation. Um, nobody really, you don't know what you don't know. No one really knows what's going on there. But um, they're it's run by very level-headed, very cool, even keeled 
milk-drinking Midwestern Mormons. Brad Stevens, Dan, <laughs> these, are Midwest, these are Midwest basketball guys. Um, they want to see the team kind of running at a cool temperature. You never see them get excited on the sidelines. Danny Ainge or Brad Stevens, it's very even-keeled, no emotions. And this Marcus Smart tantrum takes away toughness. And it's not going to go away with unintended consequences. He's not going to come back in 10 days to get on the starting lineup and, and put in, you know, 42 minutes. It's, it's going to have far-reaching consequences. He has let – they've already got Gordon Haywood get hurt on the court in a legit play injury. And this, they need every man, everyone stepping up. And we lost um, an asset, a role-playing asset, in the temper tantrum. And Brad Stevens, he's not a phone-breaking, phone-slamming-down dude. He's got a long memory. He's even-keeled. And this is going to have far-reaching consequences, the likes of which we have no idea and we can't even speculate because you don't know what you don't know. But Danny Ainge is certainly not going to forget you know, trying to mend Gordon Haywood and now dealing with a, a tantrum. you got to think these are older guys. They've raised children, and they're, they're going to look at – how old is Marcus Smart, 22, 23, yeah, 24, he, or something? But he didn't have to mend Gordon Hayward. He, all he had to do was accept that the dude went down for the year and the title hopes of beating Golden State went down for the year. Because with, with Gordon – so we, we need Gordon, everybody. We need – and people – and how with Gordon Hayward – Jason Tatum, 19-year-old kid, stepped up nicely, has stepped up nicely. A lot of other people on the team have unexpectedly stepped into leadership roles and have been relatively I think, effective. I think now we, we need to get into more realistic. We need to get into a more realistic. We need to get into a more realistic look at. I don't want to dwell too much on it. I just He's the only returning starter, and we take him to L.A., and he embarrasses us. And, again, like, think of who is in the leadership role. These are people that they live basketball. They have no other vice. There, there's no alcohol. They've been married a long time. They're not partying. You know what I mean? This is their vice. And imagine somebody, you know, for, for think of, you know, someone with another vice. You have now messed with the supply. And that's the kind of, you know what I mean? This is their vice. This is their life. They don't, I don't And And um, also, just kind of pivot to something more pleasant, um, uh, I'm, you know, work with a lot of people. Are there any talking points you can throw at me about the All-Star game? I did not watch it. I work with a lot of sports fans. Did anything stand out at Saturday's All-Star game that's conversation-worthy? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's why I didn't watch it. I was hoping to kind of national anthem, but I'm pretty sure that's Oh, dead, yeah, so. Fane. Oh, no, no, yeah, Fane no, comes through in the clutch. Ethan comes in the clutch. You, you, oh, but you probably on, heard. Done, dude. It was hey, weird. Yeah. It was awkward. Hey, Kohler, Kohler, you probably already heard about the Fergie thing, huh? Yeah, I know. And I was trying to, like, pivot away from that to more pleasant things. And I wanted to say something. I to hear about this play or, you know, to just see the, you know, to, to pivot the conversation away from, you know, less <laughs> divisive issues. That's and pretty I was funny, that man. Have, I was hoping somebody hey, would be Hey, like, did you, you, know, did you guys see what though. Fergie had to say in response? Come on, man. I, no, I, I, no, did not, I did not. Why did I get Fergie in your mind, dude? I knew this was going to happen. I wasn't. I didn't even tell you. I didn't even bring this up at all, man. What was her response, though, while we're on it? She said, uh, at least I didn't piss my pants on stage this time. Oh, that's terrible. All right, I don't know anything about it. Was... <laughs> the Mormons aren't going to like that one. <laughs> yep. All right, never mind. <laughs> 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 no, hey, Thanks for having me. <laughs> Ryan, all right, well, if we yeah. lost him, we lost him. But, hey, man, look, if we're going to touch on the All-Star game for just a second here, man, at least mm-hmm. they tried. They played well. They, it was it was an yeah. entertaining game. I watched the highlights of it. Like I said earlier, I didn't watch the game, man. But it was good to see there was actually some defense played. It wasn't just a free-for-all. You could tell the guys were trying to play against each other, which at least brought uh, some of my interest back, man. Because it, it just Wonderful. got so ridiculous Wonderful. over the last couple of years that I, I stopped watching. But now maybe next year. I'll tune in. I probably won't watch the dunk contest with a bunch of no-names anymore, and I probably won't watch the three-point contest just because I don't care. Everybody's a great three-point shooter. Every night I know, it's a very three-point contest. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, so, but the game itself itself went on pretty well from what I've heard, from what I saw in highlights. So maybe next year it'll get my attention. Okay, that's what I was looking for. Thanks. I'm sorry if I offended anybody by my previous comment. It, it, I mean, but it did happen, and so uh, 
you can't unchange history. Yeah. All right. Well, appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Keep up hey, thanks for calling again, Brian from Northern Virginia. Um, he's always a good caller. He's a big part of the the Butts Brigade. Always love having him. Uh, Anything? What else we got here going on? Why? When did she piss her pants on stage? Oh, just YouTube it or Google it, dude. That really happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a member hey, of the Mike, Black Eyes. Why don't you go ahead and post that link on the on the Facebook page, please? Because I'm going to want to give this a little gander here in a minute. She, but hey, you know is... what a good segue is off of Fergie pissing her pants? Uh, Pat Mahomes versus uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe Which we will get talk. to on the other side of the break. Ah, and we will also have... We will also have the link on Pick up Mad Money Mike's gonna upload the the link of Fergie uh, doing her. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's just stop talking about it. Bad radio, bad radio. But uh, yeah. On the flip side of the break, Pat Mahomes for Jimmy Garoppolo. Who you got, Holmes? I'm going Pat Mahomes. KB from Pick'em to the Blitz with KB and E-Fane. E-Fane and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your news feed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings too. And no need to drink and drive to get there, our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Raj from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi wild dogs got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold wild dog picks of the week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. Where do them suckers get it at? Where do they get them chickens at? I'll tell you who's looking for a little chicken. There's a couple teams that are looking for a little chicken. A little Kirk and Cousins chicken from Costco. I'm talking about Kirk Cousins. And I'll tell you what. He's got a difficult decision to make here. Because he's had a decision to make every single year. Because he's been under the franchise tag every single year. And he's been making good money under that. But now he's got to look at a whole nother decision. And people will lead you to believe that, especially like Dermory Smith, the leader of the NFL Players Association, that, oh, you have to sign this deal with the New York Jets. They're offering you the most guaranteed money. If you don't accept this deal and get paid as much money as you can, then it's going to set a bad precedent for future quarterbacks going forward. For me, if I was Kirk Cousins, I would say to hell with that. I want to win. 
and I don't see the New York Jets organization as a setup situation to win immediately in the near future ever or ever even having stability. They're they're laying what they're laying down on the line is is a lot of money. But what he's also looking at with Denver is a great opportunity. So I'm throwing this one to E. Fain because the NFLPA is telling Kirk Cousins that he needs to accept this deal from the New York Jets and set a precedent and be the highest paid quarterback so all these salaries will climb. Or he can take what Denver can offer him and win some potential championships with a real Super Bowl window. Eddie, what do you think the right thing to do is? And and also, what do you think the right decision to make is? Listen, there's so many different angles to look at here. First and foremost, that Kirk Cousins could be the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL if that fact that you just stated was correct is absurd. All right, that's, that's like one of the dumbest things I've ever heard because this guy's proven absolutely nothing to us year in and year out except that he keeps on consistently being a franchise tag kind of guy. All right, if the New York Jets, Really go and think that they're going to win right now by adding Kirk Cousins, considering I couldn't name one receiver on their team, then they're out of their mind. And to go pay him that kind of money when they could easily go, and as the mock drafts have come out today, Baker Mayfield sitting there for the New York Jets, I doubt that that would actually happen. But there are a great list of quarterbacks there, and they have a relatively high draft pick, I believe six. No. Don't do that. If you're Kirk Cousins, you don't want to do that unless you want the spotlight of the Big Apple when you're you're eventually just going to crumble under and you're just going to be booed out of New York as many others have come and gone from the New York Jets. Okay, so that that would be the stupid. That'll probably be what happens. Stupidest move to make on both on both parts. A couple other teams just to throw this out there for everybody. Arizona, that's one with interest. Uh, Carson Palmer, come on, it's it's about done. Denver, obviously. And then you got the Vikings are out there, which, again, doesn't really make that much sense to me. And the Jaguars make a lot of sense if they could get rid of Blake Bortles because Blake Bortles is so detrimental to the team that's ridiculous. If I had to pick one that makes the most sense for everybody after his just, oh, just awful after awful after awful after the great Peyton Man is gone, it's John Elway saying to Kirk, hey, man, here's where you're going to thrive for the next three years whatever they sign him to, in the prime of his career at 28, 29, 30, whatever the hell he is, it just seems that for both parties, the most sense to be made here, Kirk Cousins becomes Denver Bronco. New York goes and tries and finds something to build with in the draft because God knows New York is not a piece away. All right? They're not even close. They, they, the New York Jets are the most – they're worse than the Dolphins. They, they're, they're so far away, it's ridiculous. But – that's if you had to ask me on Kirk Cousins, man, and I, I have a feeling that you're kind of leaning towards that as well. It's Denver as the as the destination that makes the most sense. Yeah, Eddie, nope. I have to, yeah. I have to agree. But when you have yeah. Yeah. when you have such pressure on you from a players' association and the players to set a precedent and that kind of money, which raises that kind of money to go against the owners. You have to take advantage of that. So how I much, don't. How much, see, how much money are we talking? I don't see money? a whole lot of. You know, I'm a firm believer in money talks, bro. And so that might be the case. Kirk just gets, but he's been getting paid fat, bro. He's been getting paid. Like that dude is stacked. He's loaded. He's got cash on deck, bro. But so what I'm saying is, how much money do we know the exact figures that New York's throwing out there? Has an offer actually been made? Yeah, we're talking about ninety million guaranteed over five years, and then the the actual uh, numbers will probably be like one hundred and fifty-five million, ninety million guaranteed five years. Yeah, that's somewhere around there. I'm not I'm not willing yeah. to. I, I don't have okay. the numbers right. We don't have but enough time to pre. Yeah, go ahead. If Kirk Cousins wants to win. If Kirk Cousins wants to win, it's not New York. If Kirk Cousins wants to go in there and get booed out in two in two years and walk with ninety million dollars, then Kirk Cousins might go to New York. Why don't you throw ninety million dollars in anybody's face, man? I, I don't know what Denver can match with. I'm not sure. The, again, the figures, but Jesus, that's such a well, man. Eddie, he could be the Eddie, face of New York for a year until they hate you. 
It does say something about how much he does not believe in Jay Gruden. Because if he thought that Jay Gruden could win in some Super Bowls, he'd be willing to take a pay cut for all the uh, all the sponsorship mm-hmm. deals. So it, it, there's something to be said for that as well, too, Holmes. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, what are we talking? We're still talking about Kirk Cousins. I hate this guy. I'm like, I, I just I don't understand it, man. Why does he get to get a ninety million dollar check? And we're over here busting our ass. I'm picking up the blitz, you know, just trying to bring the the viewers, the listeners, what they want. Where's my Where's my dude, money, man? Money. Where's my dude? Because Kirk Cousins can actually sling the football a little bit. But he's not. But, he's not very good, Beck. And for three years, you've been telling me, "Oh yeah, this dude, this might be the year of Captain Kirk." Whatever other stupid things you say, and you say, "Oh yeah, dude." This I bailed on him this year. I know because he's not that good, man. Like it's just face facts. He's not that good. It, the best situation for him, where he might be able to thrive as a player, is clearly Denver, right? I mean, maybe Arizona, but isn't Bruce Arians retired now too, or something? Something happened over there in Arizona. I don't trust anything. Larry Fitzgerald at the end, he's been carrying everybody on his back. Carried somebody in, uh, you know, to a uh, fantasy championship in my league this year. And so, if you ask me, it's Denver, man. Because those guys at least have, uh, you know, a couple dudes there as receivers that can play. I think Kirk oh, might be that. done, dog. Well, Kirk's not done. If he goes to New York, his career's done. But he's going to walk away as a very rich man for a very long time. I think he's depending on his spending. I think he's going to go. I think he's going to go to Cleveland, or he's going to go to New York for big money, and I'm he's going to be done. Right now, Denver. I'm telling you right now, Denver, it'll probably come out tomorrow that he took the money and goes to New York. I think Cleveland's ridiculous. Arizona's out of the question. Jacksonville still, some re- for some reason, believes in Blake Bortles. And uh, the other guy, Minnesota's got a quarterback carousel over there. I don't if think they're going to make him an offer. If he goes to Denver, how much is he getting paid a year? Uh, Mad Money's got to be on that one, dude. I've already I've already given up on computer use uh, for this show. We've hit the halfway point. No, just in your there. mind, in your mind, I mean, he's a – in my mind, he's a sixteen to eighteen million dollar a year quarterback. The Broncos only have twenty. Yeah, I don't know if they can afford him. In. I'm just yeah. So then that makes more sense that he's going to go to the Jets, I guess. But it's just I'm saying for Kirk Cousins, Wait, you're missing the point. You're mi- Eddie. You're missing the point. The reason he would go to the Jets is because the NFL Players Association would push him that way to say, hey. You're you're the newest hottest free agent. Go take the biggest contract because that pushes right. the contracts up. The for, it sets the says. precedence up. The, what, what maybe the you talking? can't say that. You can't say that. That's where you you start you start tarnishing stuff, Eddie. You can't say that because who do you think cares about that? The actual players care about that. So you have but to I take like that into recognition. I feel like Kirk Cousins has kind of always done his own thing and could care less about the team or anybody besides Kirk Cousins. Which is Kirk Cousins has never been. He, he refused to. You to wouldn't give know. In. He refused to know. buy into what Washington was selling. You wouldn't know if he wanted to do his own thing. He's never had the opportunity. So this is the time that you got to make the call. So what's your call? Denver. That's where I think you should go too. I would take if I was Kirk Cousins, Eddie, I would take thirteen to fourteen million dollars. I go to Denver and try He's and win a damn championship. He's been getting paid twenty a year. He's been getting paid like twenty two a year, hasn't he? Mad money, where's he going? Mad money, drop it right now on us. Give us the final freaking word on this topic because it's done before game balls, and we got one more thing to cover. Mad money, where is Kirk Cousins going, bro? Uh oh, room curveball, Mad money. Well, guess that's that. What else you got before game balls, Beck? Uh, nothing. I kind of want to figure out where Kirk's going, and I kind of figure want to figure out the first three picks in the draft. That's what's driving me crazy in the sports world, especially because the NBA took such a long break in the All Star break. They took an extra long break. I I didn't care about stop. the All Star game. Stop. Just play stop. through the whole stop. season. Stop. 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 I'm ready for NBA season to be over just as much as the next guy. We're done with that. I have to ask you because it's on my piece of paper here, and I've been waiting for you to bring this up because I don't know why you're so high on Pat Mahomes. You wanted to talk about – you wanted – this was like the first thing you brought up to me when I spoke to you pre-show. 
You want to tell me why Pat Mahomes, you're so sold on this guy. When we've seen, we're essentially putting Pat Mahomes side-by-side versus Jimmy Garoppolo. And you're going to tell me why Pat Mahomes is so much better than Jimmy Garoppolo when we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo start five games, win five games, and turn around a whole season for the San Francisco 49ers, which in retrospect they should have never done because it's just costing them draft picks and did no favors except for seeing what Jimmy Garoppolo had as a sample size. So we've seen him play with the Patriots in that system. We've seen him win five out of five with San Francisco in that system. We haven't seen Patrick Mahomes do anything except play college football. And now, yeah, he's got some talent there in Kansas City, but I can't see them being but 6-10 and 10 with him. He's going to struggle, whereas Jimmy Garoppolo seems ready to take the helm there in San Francisco and lead them to the playoffs. I think San Francisco 49ers, as it stands right now, are a playoff team next year. So tell me okay. why Patrick Mahomes is so much better than Garoppolo in your mind. I think this is just a guy you're either going to uh, hit or well, miss you know, you know, You're swinging you know, big. Aaron Rodgers has been one that hasn't understood the whole plays and the play calling system and understood defenses the whole time. And what's got him out of trouble? Arm talent. I wasn't saying one guy was going to be a bust or one guy wasn't Eddie. I was saying who was going to be the bigger star because I think both of these guys are going to be great. I think they're both going to be great. I was asking who's going to be better. They both Jimmy Garoppolo is, is, is big, calm, and composed in the pocket, and he makes great decisions. Pat Mahomes has got – he's a little athletic – I think I just made up a word there. He's poise and athletic, boy. I'll tell you what, bag. You know how to finish this sucker with a bang, bro. But you know what I'm getting at. He can make every throw from every angle, no matter what foot's not let off the ground. So you got to look and you got to start thinking about which one. And remember, remember that Garoppolo has Kyle Shanahan. Mahomes has Andy Reid. But none of those other assistant coaches that made all of his other quarterbacks great. So you got to factor that into your decision, Eddie. Which one of these guys is going to be better? I think I think Mahomes' arm talent is so much better than Aaron Rodgers or Garoppolo's. I mean, dude, you're really going for the home run. And 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 now now you, you checked me. You checked me with that with that little voice check. You checked me with that little voice check. And I think that uh, Pat Mahomes has a lot better weapons than Garoppolo has. And don't be surprised if Pat Mahomes is a superstar midway through next season. Uh, you know what, man? Hey, listen, uh, that's a good way to tee up the game balls, and hopefully he does. I think he's really, really hoping, hoping hard. And now, game balls given out by your boy E-Fane and Kyle Beck, brought to you by Gold Chains of Champagne Entertainment. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Throw him up daddy first! Me or you? Who's going? Throw him up daddy first! Okay, and I'll go ahead and take it. My game ball goes to Dwayne Wade. Coming way back down to Miami. He's probably not going to do anything for us. He is older than Father Time himself, but hey, man, it's good to see him back in the Heat jersey, and hopefully he finishes out his career here, as I think he intends to do. I can't wait to keep on watching Heat games because he's actually going to draw some fan interest for me in a mediocre eight-seed Miami Heat season that is just pathetic to watch because these guys don't get up for any game. AB, who you got? Hey, what I got, I got me, myself, and I because I recognize the potential of Pat Mahomes. This guy's You're gonna taking be the game around. ball. I, I, yeah, I'm That's taking the game ball for picking Pat Mahomes. No, I'm not taking the game ball. I'm just sliding that in on the, on the uh, slick sacks. I know i got a 30 seconds more time. My real game ball is going to my boy, Austin Dillon, who should be your boy, too, because we did a semester or two at HBU, High Point University, with the cat. Our school even sucks. sponsored the cat, and he won the Daytona 500. Eddie, did he crash him to win, or, or what happened there? I think he crashed. Yeah, he crashed him to win. We locked that kid in the dumpster one time, that little dweeb. Dude, I hated that little <laughs> sucker, man. I can't believe he ever got out of that dumpster, bro. This kid, this, <laughs> what, who, how, these 
kids that are NASCAR drivers, man. I swear to God, bro, you want to freaking be a NASCAR driver, you got to be the biggest nerd I ever met in my entire life, bro. Get the hell out of here, Austin Dillon, you little dweeb. I'll put you back in that trash can I ever see you again, you little scumbag. And he probably did crash that guy out because he's black. That kid's a racist from North Carolina anyway. I hate him. Hey, Austin Dillon, you're never getting on the show, buddy, so don't call for any favors, you little scumbag. Austin Dillon, come on the show anytime. But before we let him on the show, we're going to have to let him out that dumpster. We're going to have to let him out that dumpster. And according to him, he told me I got out. Oh, wait, that was Jeremy from old school. So, uh, pick up the blitz, call back, headed fame, (laughs) mad money, Mike. Tune in next week. Think is no better than this. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.